What's up? It's your girl, Jim Janelle, and this is another episode of Girl, I'm Just Saying. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're watching me on YouTube, welcome. <laughs> um, today, I want to talk about choosing better. You know, women, we've heard that, that phrase so much. Yeah, I'm diving right back. I'm just going to dive right back, right into it. Like, we're diving head first into it. I don't need no introductions. I don't need to talk about much. How y'all doing, I guess? All right. Now that that's out the way, I want to talk about choosing better because recently I got into this, this back and forth debate on Facebook and naturally I love a good debate. I'm a debate tour. Love it. Was on the debate team. Um, but I want to talk about choosing better because I had to say this. I had to, I, sometimes it's not a problem to us, a man's problem. And that's, that, that's the basis of what the argument was. They just weren't seeing the point or seeing my point or didn't want to care to see my point. You know, some of these men get on here and they'll talk about their problems, not realizing, yeah, they, they've been problems. They just haven't been problems because they weren't your problem yet. So long story short, in summary, the guy posted about, you all need to teach your daughters how to keep your, their hands off of men. And basically, I was triggered because, like, excuse me, a couple things to touch on here. Um, what is teaching my kids now that are 13 and 12 and, like, 3 and 4? Like, what is teaching our daughters now going to do about you getting your ass weep? N- not to take away from your, your problem, not to take away from the fact that you were hurt in some type of way because violence is violence and violence is not okay, period, point blank. I don't condone it. But let's be realistic. We hear a lot of y'all need to raise y'all kids right because of a problem that's happening to an adult now. What does that have to do with you having a problem now? Which I was prompting him to think because then he brought up what I thought. Um, well, male domestic violence is underreported. Okay. Again, what is teaching my children, because they're still children now, about not being violent in the future going to do for your present? And again, if it's underreported, who's underreporting it? I talk to people in my day-to-day life about ego and how I notice ego, ego almost gives me, that's the, that's the anarchist, like, it gives me the the devil. Like, the, people's ego will really give them some bullshit. <laughs> like, really convince them of some crazy stuff. Because, like, it was your ego to not report it. If, if, it's, if it's harming you, naturally what you would do would go report it. But out of ego, which we can do this, we can get statistics, we can get facts involved, prevents men from reporting it because they're getting, they're getting into a domestic physical uh, dispute with a woman. So, again, what do my children have to do with the fact that you're underreporting your abuse? I don't like, as a parent, for people to try to give me pointers on what to do because of their trauma. Like, a lot of people have a problem with accountability. Go go handle it. Like, if it's underreported, it's underreported by you. I can't report your abuse. And, again, it sounds like it ain't been a problem until it's a man's problem because at the end of the day, I was explaining this to a male friend of mine. I'm a woman first, and I have a problem with women who don't realize they're a woman first. Like the women who were like, ha ha, he treated you wrong, he's treating me bad. I don't like those type of women. Or I wouldn't be me 
I'm a woman. At the end of the day, I can be a nurse, a pastor, everything. At the end of the day, I'm a woman. I have anatomical parts that claim woman. So a woman's problem is my problem, especially when I'm raising up more women. My allegiance is, is sealed. My allegiance is sealed. I can re, I can sympathize and empathize with your struggle, but at the end of the day, if we got problems in a house of woman, I naturally cannot be so stressed out about what's happening in the house of men. That is a man's problem. It sounds fucked up. I get it. I've heard that. It might sound fucked up, but sometimes the truth is fucked up. With that being said, women's they they even they even they got in this comment section and they they wrote they wrote the whole script and didn't read it women's abuse is underreported and it's still astronomically high compared to men's you got yourself on this whole platform to tell me that i that was my point that was that was a point of what i'm saying to you is that again i'm a woman first and me raising my kids do nothing for the fact that you still underreport your abuse. We underreport our abuse and still it's astronomically high. <sighs> I have a problem with that. I'm not worried about a problem you're dealing with now when my future, my children, my female girls seem so bleak it's it's scary as a woman living in this world it's scary and i say this to say yeah women have been saying this for a long time we've been talking about how being raped and it's been pushed on us to dress more appropriate um we've been told to when we say we are getting these pro these 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 relationship with these men who abuse us financially, emotionally, mentally, and you're told to choose better. So, me being a villain that I apparently am, I told them choose better. Of course, this didn't go over with a lot of people, and that's fine. Sometimes the villain in the story is not always the villain that you think they are. Um, we've been told to choose better, sir, choose better. And words have this thing where... They always usually have like a double meaning and perception is key. So I'm telling them choose better, but I also have been living by that myself. I tell myself to choose better. I tell my friends choose better. I believe in choosing better. I tell my children choose better. If you don't like what's going on in your life, I've told my mother this. If you don't like what's going on in your life, choose better. And when you choose better, you usually need to choose you. Choose you. If you want better and you know that this situation is not getting better, choose you enough that you remove yourself from these situations. Choose you. Choose better. That's actually going to be my 2023 motto. Choosing better. Because I ain't going to... Sometimes... A lot of times I don't... Pra I practice what I preach. A lot of times I practice what I preach. However, with that being said... I found, I found grave things. Like they fucked around and told us to choose better. And I'm like, oh, I heard it differently. I heard choose you because they'll tell us like choose better men. Naturally, y'all got to stop that. Y'all can't choose 
another human and expect to know what they're going to do in the future. I try to tell women this all the time who get into these things, these, these fantasies about how raising kids go. Um, choose better. Choose, choose you. When you choose you and how you deeply feel in it, you always choose better. If you don't feel comfortable in this situation, choose you. Walk away. If this person is making you feel like you want, like, choose you. I don't, I, I can't break it down no further. Choose you. Choose you enough that you will choose better. Um, you can't choose the right people. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. They gave us a gym, but they didn't even realize it was a gym. They thought it was a rock, but they gave us a gym, ladies. Choose better. And I think a lot of women in 2022 have figured that out. They started choosing them. They stopped trying to find a, a mate. They stopped trying to find the perfect man. They stopped trying to see the potential. They stopped trying to create this false narrative of who a good guy is and decided to choose them. They chose them. And, of course, they it was flipped back on us like, y'all just going to die lonely and single. And it's like, okay, still I chose me, though. At the end of the day, I chose me. Be selfish enough. They gave us their playbook. They choose them every time, ladies. Every single time. A man's going to choose him. Whether it's right or wrong or indifferent, they're going to choose them. See it. Believe it. Choose you. The ultimate plan is choosing you. And I really want better for women. I just want better. I, I'm sorry. I might be a feminist. I've, I've teetered on this. I don't hate me. I don't. I have awesome men in my life. Thing is, the, for them to become awesome, they ultimately chose them. Chose them enough to fix themselves and fix the situation. And it just, it just, it domino affected. And I was like, I said, we've got to take some advice where the advice is. Like, there's advice in that. Like, sometimes listening to, I, I say, don't discount everything because you don't like it. You never know what you like until you try it. You, that kind of came. Some things I know I ain't trying. But uh, <laughs> I'm definitely not trying drugs. I'm definitely not. Teach their own. Do what you're going to do. Me, for me and mine, I ain't doing it. But, yeah, listen to sometimes you got to hear. Sometimes you got to hear hear the whole thing. You got to hear more than what you're just hearing. You got to stop hearing the surface thing. They said choose you. And uh, clearly this is advice that they've chosen themselves. They choose them. They always, Typically they choose them so much that they choose for the wrong reasons. But you're choosing you. And I want everyone to choose them to know that they choose better. A lot of us, if we get ourselves in these situations, I find people who never got to live their dreams because they chose their family's desires, their community's desires, or what their community thought over them. I was actually in the salon uh, a couple of days ago, and I'm listening to people, because, you know, that's what you do in the salon. You ear hustle. I, I do hair. I'm a hairdresser. That's what I do. I hear hustle. I do, that's how we do. Pass time. And... This girl, she came in, she runs a group home for boys. And one of the boys is transitioning, and he is homecoming, and he told her what he wants to wear. I guess he was apprehensive at first about saying it, because naturally, you know, some people just assholes, essentially. And the salon I work with, I'm the only millennial in there. Everybody else is my parents' age and of that generation. No shade, just say it. It's clear difference. But I guess the little boy was saying that he want to wear a long skirt and everything. He goes to basically inner city school around where I live. And 
the the girl who runs the group home, she was for it. But for how we got to her trying to convince this young man to change his outfit was crazy. Listening to it, <laughs> the lady who was like servicing her, who's she's older, she's a grandmother now. Um, she said, I just think you should try to convince him to like change his outfit because what about the other kids? Like they're gonna be so uncomfortable. Them. So now I'm like, hold up, wait a minute, I got to hear this because I don't play them games. I don't play that, especially with children. Have we learned nothing? And they got to tell her, like, yeah, I just don't think, like, they're going to tease him and everything. What? First of all, they're they're almost, like, twice removed from school-age kids, essentially, because their kids are grown and then their grandkids are going to school, but they're not raising those kids. So they don't realize, like, it's definitely a different um, world. It's definitely a different dynamic in the school systems. Like, a lot of kids, a lot of our kids are more conditioned now because we've gotten so inclusive to accept people for who the, who they are. Like, it's, it's gotten to that point. It's more so. It's not 100%. And you might find you'll run into people who just don't believe in what you believe in or don't uh, accept what you accept. However, if that's the case, is it not more damaging to tell that, that young man to choose everyone else's comfortability over his? That's crazy. I was so, I, I, I didn't say nothing to him because the little boy got on the phone. He said, no, I'm sticking to, I want my outfit. Like, I really want my outfit. When I say my heart jumped, good for you because you chose you. Choose you. What makes you happy? People get into these relationships and they're, they're, they're dating the person that makes everyone else comfortable. Well, if you love that person, what the hell does everybody else? You got to lay down with that person. I've never understood that. I'm going to go ahead, fall in love with this person, meet this person that I'm so intrigued with and I'm so in love with and I just see myself with. And because my parents, my parents don't approve of them or, and the reason they don't approve be some crazy shit. Like they don't align religiously. It's not that they don't believe in, child, because I actually went through this. They don't believe in a higher power. They're not out here worshiping like some real crazy stuff or demonic stuff it's because they don't necessarily align to what you believe what or that they're black and you're white or vice versa what if that ain't enough to tell you to choose better choose you bruh you want to go to a certain school but you don't go to it out of the hopes of choosing for your family they ain't the one first essentially they the ones going Carter that they ain't the ones gonna be in the classroom going to these classes choosing this career that you don't necessarily want to choose choosing this life you have one life I, no one has came back and told us hey there's another one waiting on the other side for us you, you fuck over this one and then there's another one waiting like so we don't have no guarantee that we'll have another life but we do have a guarantee that we have now we got now I say this all the time. People miss some of these things. The, the, the gift is in the present right here. And not, not the gift. It's in the present. So you're talking about the future. No one else is probably going to live with you. Your parents are. They've lived their life. They've had their kids. And whether they chose for somebody else or chose for themselves, that's a them problem, not a you problem. That is their issues. Choose for yourself. I encourage my daughters to choose. Choose. 
choose. They're not choosing nothing that's going to hurt them or kill them. This is craziness. The things that we choose and the ideals that we choose never make quite sense and it keep us miserable. I was so happy for that boy to be on the phone saying, no, I want to wear that. Good for you. Good for you because if it makes them uncomfortable, uncomfortable, it ain't you. It's them. That's a them problem. Why are you uncomfortable by what someone else is wearing? Never quite understood that. Never understood homophobia. Never understood quite any of this stuff. But getting back to what I started with, choose better. It, it, oh, when I say they went ballistic in there, they were not trying to hear that. Well, I don't understand. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You told us to choose better. I don't know. Get your mad money together. And basically, what I'm going to need you to do is just get your kids and get out. If the woman is whooping your ass, leave. What, again, about me raising my children now going to do for you at this present? Like, what about them growing up to be adults? By the time you're an adult, and by the time they're adults, you're like a granddad. Like, we gotta, I got a good 10, 15 years of raising my kids. Damn. Damn, that's a long time. <laughs> but what does what does my me raising my kids have to do with you getting your head knocked in now? Like, I never understood that. And then women who say that, raise your kids better, raise your young men's better. What does it have to do with that man cheating on you now, lady? Nothing. It has nothing to do with you. At the end of the day, it's you. Choose better. Choose better, and that's not to discount that some situations are just so fucking detrimental. Because I hurt hearing people get murdered and killed because they tried to choose themselves. There's a bigger fucking issue. There's a bigger fucking issue, and I've watched it. I, I actually knew a guy who I knew for facts. I I would say was raised up pretty damn morally good and still committed murder suicide. People have to understand what I'm doing to my children now plays some type of role, but we do go through this life and are conditioned and molded more. That again, you do realize what you do now could help the future better than what I'm doing now could help their future. I don't know. Like we all got to take accountability. Maybe you should have said, men, if a woman is putting her hands on you, report her because it's not fucking right. But no, we want to place the blame somewhere else. We have to take accountability. I'm a big person accountability. Everything, everything's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Everything is not someone else's fault. It's your fault too. You have to understand that if you choose, we all have the right to choose. We, uh, we live in America, essentially. Us in America do have the right to choose certain things. Not all things, because you know, that one thing that we... Anyway. But... You have to take accountability in some things. And we were talking, I was talking to one of my friends about the baby daddy thing and stuff. And this girl, she's stressed out that her baby dad don't want to um, participate in everything. And I'm like, yeah, that, that hurts. Trust me, I, I've been there. I'm there. But I will say, choosing me, I chose a better life. And I actually went through this with my daughter. I've talked about this before where I let her go ahead and choose. She chose her. I, I tell my kids. If you want to try to make that relationship work with your father, that's fine. I have grown to know for facts. Me trying to bridge that gap between that child and that man to have a father-daughter, father-son relationship 
does nothing for their relationship. It only wears me out because now I'm maintaining two relationships. The relationship I have with my child and the relationship he has with his child. That's not my responsibility. It's not. So she wants to go live with him. About a month and a half later, she was asking if she could come live home. Because sometimes you got to let people see for themselves. It, it might it hurted me. And it, it didn't hurt me. It was just like, okay, I worried. But you got to let go sometimes. You just got to let go in and, and protect from a distance. Because I was watching her. I was paying attention. I kept tabs on her. Definitely knew everything that was going on still. Because, you know, I'm a mother. That's what we do. However... Some people are just now getting into this single motherhood and they tried so bad to have these co-parenting relationships. And we've got to get out of our heads with these fantasies. These fantasies do not exist. And I, I've been told I'm the villain. Like I said, sometimes the villain in the story is not the real villain. Every Sometimes the thing that looks peachy king is the villain. I still think Peach was the fucking villain in Mario because, girl, why the fuck you keep getting locked up by Bowser? What y'all got going on? What's going on with y'all? And you got Mario out here getting fireballs thrown at him, ghost chased after him, random turtles coming after him and shit. You got him and Yoshi and Luigi coming to get you again for the 18th time. Like I said, Sus was giving villain vibes when you really think about it. But I digress. Um, I, I'm trying to tell y'all, this ain't, there's no village. And it's no village because economically, it ain't giving what it was supposed to give. My grandmother retired when she was 64 and used to get us all the time in, in our childhood. Like, all the time. 64, she retired, and she's been retired just fine. My mom, my aunties, they can't retire. They're still working. It's just not the same world, and you're looking for this random fantasy that you live. The times are changing. I wish some people just change with the times mentally and understand Hey, there's no village, so you're going to have a baby. That man can say whatever. Stop believing words. When you choose you, you know for facts. So think about it. Can you be a single parent? Are you okay if no one comes? Are you okay if nothing happens? Are you okay in the worst case scenario? I tell people, don't say you want a baby. Baby fever is a simple depression. Say you want a child because a baby is only a baby for so long. Anybody who's had kids, raised kids, know that is a very short part of the whole childhood and parenting process. That cuteness, it goes away. So do you want a baby? Don't ask him if he want a baby. Don't ask if they want to. Trust me, I'm not trying to impose or project my my things on you, but I don't know. We've got so, it's, it's right there. It's everywhere. Like, I don't, there's people out here you don't even know that are literally going through the same thing. It's because it's right there in your face. So they get these, these projections of these things and they try to think a baby's going to change them. A baby's not going to change nobody, but the mother. Typically, I won't say all the time because I've seen some deadbeat mothers. I've definitely seen them, definitely seen them. However, a baby's going to change that mother because you're the one carrying that child for nine months. That person's just watching them. That's like, think about it. Like did your best friend, as much as you loved your best friend, did them having a baby change you? That's the perfect way to think about how disconnected a man could be from a baby. Your sister, matter of fact, we'll put it on sister. Your sister carried a baby for nine months and you're the auntie. Does that make you feel even more connected to the baby? Will you still go out and leave them at home? Like you're still going to carry on with your life. That sounds horrible. 
But we've got to get to the truth of the matter and the facts of the matter and deal with what's right here. These fantasies and these Pinterest posts and social media has our mind gone. Facts is, it's your baby at the end of the day. It's your sister's baby at the end of the day. They're disconnected. They did not carry this child. They don't feel they don't feel the connection like you feel the connection. You won't they won't sacrifice the way you sacrifice. Some some I will say I've watched men do it. However, at the end of the day, it's a different connection. It's a connection because they definitely love you. If you ever had to question love in your relationship, baby, you got to think about the having that baby because you got to question it big time. Have you ever seen this person sacrifice? Children require an amount of sacrifice you're not. I can't even describe like missing school, missing work, uh, dreams deferred. Yeah, I, I, I see, I don't get, I see how men usually walk away. It takes a very evolved, a very nurturing, a very mature man to stay. It's, it's easier to walk away than to stay. It's hard, and it's the opposite for us. It's harder for us to walk away than, than stay. We'll stay. It's easier for us as women. It's easier for us because we carry that baby. We wanted that. And people think it's a whole financial thing. Mm -mm, the money gonna come, baby, because you don't want to be homeless. So the money gonna come. You gonna make sure the money gonna happen. However, are you emotionally and mentally prepared to, again, sacrifice to place yourself on the back burner, to do this all alone if need be, because it might even in marriages, people people go and die. Like their death happens. Like you cannot put your eggs in something that's not guaranteed. And it sounds horrible, but you gotta kind of weigh. You gotta kind of weigh. It's a gamble. Essentially, it's a gamble. Like I said, I might sound like the villain, but I gotta keep it straight. At the end of the day, I'm a woman first. Somebody has got to tell a lot of women the, the truth. Are you have you dealt with all your traumas? That is what kids bring. Are you do you have your purpose? Are you still are you grounded in your life? Do you know who you are? Because when I say your who you are is shaken, oh, it's tested. It's tested. And some people I've noticed they'll they'll they don't know who they are and they'll attach to an identity that they're creating. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. Okay. Again, those kids grow up. You are a mother for whatever amount of time you're going to start living vicariously through these kids. And that's not fair to these children. Who are you? Do you know who you are before you bring another human into this world? And these are questions I did not give myself the time to think about. My children relatively young, and then I actually had another one in my late 20s. And like I said, that's why I say it's simple depression. It is. I, I actually, like, she was definitely planned. Nothing in my life. Well, I was financially okay. I was just, just fine financially. By this time, I had my nursing. I had my, I've had all this stuff. But emotionally, I was not mentally prepared for a child. Like, I was not mentally and emotionally prepared, despite the fact that I already had three before her. And... I struggled. I still struggle to this day. It's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's a lot. Because when you're not feeling great, they don't give a damn. Can I have a fruit snack? Yeah, you crying. But, uh, mom, can I have a fruit snack? So, again, 
telling me how to raise my kids today, baby, ain't gonna do shit about your violence tomorrow that you going through today. My, well, telling me how to raise my kids for tomorrow does nothing for you today. Accountability across the board. Choose you, choose better. That is the best way I can put it. It's trademark, by the way. Calm the fuck down. Um, <laughs> choose you. Choose better. And if you put yourself up here, nobody else can take over that pedestal. And that's that's in relationships, that's in jobs, that's in everything. You won't look back and be like, ah, I sacrificed so much for them. I sacrificed so much for that. You sacrificed so much for yourself, and I'm telling you, the reward be better. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying that when you sacrifice for you, the reward don't feel so much rewarding than when you sacrifice for them. And I'm talking all the way down to your kids. I, I've raised my kids like that to know who they are and stand on who they are and choose them. Do what makes you happy. But at the end of the day, if it don't turn out right, you blame you because you chose you. At the end of the day, you can't blame nobody else but yourself. And you'll choose better. When you realize there's nobody else that you can blame, you'll always choose better. I'll put a guarantee. I'll put an asterisk. You'll choose better 90% of your time. But then again, because you ain't got nobody else to blame but yourself, you're going to make sure because you don't want to embarrass me. Humans hate embarrassment. A lot of them don't. So, because you're afraid of embarrassment, you're going to choose better. You're going to choose you. That's all I got for today. You all have a beautiful, beautiful day. Choose you. Choose better. Bye.